Simplified Chaos, episode 162. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having an amazing week. We've got another great episode here for you today as part of our Against the Grain series. Jilly, what are we going against the grain on this week? Today's topic is homeschooling. (laughs) Slash education. Yeah. Yeah. Slash education. Yeah going to dive deep into that today. But before we get into that, as always, I'd love to show a little gratitude. So Jilly, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful for Candyland. (laughs) Yeah, teaching life lessons. (laughs) So uh, this past weekend, uh, I had this amazing experience in Richmond, Virginia. There was a homeschooling conference that one of my new friends in Charlottesville uh, told me about and asked me if I wanted to come. And I was like, yep. So I booked a hotel room. Me and her drove together and had this two-day wonderful experience of hearing all of these amazing speakers, basically parents that have been through the process and just kind of shedding some light on their experiences and wisdom and just kind of encouraging others that you're doing the right thing if you think it's the right thing and you are enough and you know just really empowering parents which is so great and it's it's amazing to see the community that was there it's growing bigger there's a lot of people homeschooling this year a lot more than I think they had but in the years prior so that was really interesting but anyway at the convention they had uh this giant room full of like all of these old or gently used uh, curriculum materials. It could be like math tools, science things, all kinds of curriculums, books, like you name it, they had it there. Um, And I went to the game section, really, really keeping my eye out for, I've been talking about how I wanted to get her uh, Lucille Candyland because she just turned four and I was like, she's definitely ready for board games. And I was like, oh, fingers crossed, please have Candyland, please have Candyland. And I found not one, but two Candylands. One was... <laughs> it's going to get a little weird. Two, two Candylands. <laughs> one was $2.50 and the other one was a dollar. And I was like, mm, I'm feeling like I'm going with the dollar one. <laughs> yeah. It was... The versions are a little bit different now. So I was like deciding on what kind of illustrations I want in the game. So it was the illustrations that really uh, won me over, not the price. (laughs) The illustrations spoke to you, huh? Yeah. And I brought it home just like super jazzed to see Lucille's reaction. And she was so excited and explained the rules. And she's just been learning so many skills already just by playing a board game. And she's been... Yeah. Like not to cheat. (laughs) how to how to lose well and you know um how to celebrate others during even if you're not the one who's celebrating the victory but that it's just been so cool to see how i don't know infatuated she is right now with the game and she's just so excited to do it again and i can see each time we play she's getting better with quote unquote losing in a way and it's just phenomenal 
how many like life skills and how you can build character just by playing a simple board game. And it's just been a joy, like playing it with her and playing it together as a family last night. It, it was, it's, it's been really awesome. Yeah. Papa pulled out the victory in every game. I'm three and O in Candyland so far. This game's rigged. <laughs> it's a game of chance, honey. Indeed. It is. Yeah. No skill. <laughs> well, and it's funny. Lucille keeps asking me when, like, when I'm ahead. She's like, "Are you gonna win, Mama? Are you gonna win, Mama?" And I was like, "Babe, the path is unknown. Much you like never life. know. <laughs> you almost won last night. I did. Then you went back to the beginning. It happens. Sometimes it you does. gotta go backwards before you go forward. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, so many life lessons. I know, right? Oh, and it fits so well with today's episode. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Good. Good job there, Jilly. I didn't do that on purpose, but <laughs> well, I guess not. Uh, what about you? I am grateful for morning thunderstorms. I don't know why. It's just something about waking up to rumbles of thunder and rain. Maybe it's a little psychotic. I don't know. But I just find it very exciting like to just wake up to a thunderstorm at, at the time that you're supposed to wake up. Not early. Not like at 545 when you, you still have an hour of sleep. But like right as you, you roll out of bed and finish your shower. And then all of a sudden, nice little tea storm rolls up. Ain't nothing better than that. So, yeah, we've got to enjoy, you know, quite a few thunderstorms over the last couple of days. Nothing crazy, but I don't know. I just really enjoy them, and they bring joy to me, and I'm just grateful that I was able to start my day yesterday with a nice little bit of rumble. I don't think... Did you say start your day yesterday? Wasn't it this morning? No, that was yesterday. We had thunderstorms this afternoon today. Okay. Now it's yeah. confusing them. Yeah. No, I don't think it's psychotic at all. <laughs> The fact you drink your coffee black, absolutely. But oh, yeah. morning thunderstorms, I think, I love thunderstorms. And there's something about them that, to me, it's really cozy because it forces you inside and just to, like, snuggle and find a warm beverage or just, I don't know. It just changes your perspective on the day. And See, I'm the opposite. I want to go outside when there's a thunderstorm. I go outside when they're rolling in. Yeah. But I like being definitely in the home i don't want to be driving in it i don't want to be walking in it per se but oh, that's my favorite I'm not walking in it but driving in it give me that all day all right you are psychotic <laughs> never mind <laughs> i changed my answer yeah and it's 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 cool to see you know lucille was a little bit better handling with thunderstorms usually she's just like immediately give me the headphones put on mm-hmm. some music and i want to be distracted but i kind of try and keep telling her that like oh there's somebody up there and their stomach is rumbling like and i i kept doing that and she kept giggling so i I keep trying to like make it keep it light keep it light just so she's not so fearful of them yeah so yeah thank you morning thunderstorms for making my day starting the week off right (laughs) you're such a weirdo i know all right jillian so you attended this homeschooling conference this past weekend I think it went very well for you. You you came back very excited and basically reconfirmed that the path we're on with our daughter is the right path. But uh, you know, let's let's take a little bit of a dive into you know why we feel like we're going against the grain when it comes to to education and in particular, you know, our stance on on homeschooling. I I guess it feels really against the grain because both you and I were not homeschooled and we had the traditional, I guess it's our type of traditional education is going to public schools. So that's all we know. Um, Right. Homeschooling is definitely something so foreign to both you and I. I mean, I remember 
hearing about kids that were homeschooled when I was younger and everyone was saying how weird they were and how they I don't definitely know. definitely get a bad rap, it, like for no reason either. It It's definitely, I think, transitioned a lot since when we were kids. But I always remember there being kind of a negative connotation to homeschooling. And now that I'm right. on the parent side, it's like I see it so differently than what it has been viewed in the past. And I think one of the big reasons that we're, we're choosing this route is because, number one, um, we want to be with our daughter a lot. Yeah. She's a pretty rad human being, and I'm learning and growing alongside her. Um and number two, it's that we're able to, I know we don't have a control on a lot of things in life, right? but I think we as parents have this amazing opportunity to, to instill values in Lucille that we believe in. We can instill character traits that we think make a great human. We can have freedom to travel, to flexibility with our time and just to be together as a family, just to live and experience life and learn and grow all together. It's, it just seems like, duh, why, why wouldn't I want to choose that? And I think fear is always going to creep in with anything you decide to do. And I think it's a matter of just believing in yourself and knowing that you are enough for your kid and that she's going to learn no matter what as humans we are built to learn naturally i mean we're not taught to crawl we're not taught to walk it's innately in us these skills that we just develop by being immersed in the world and which makes me feel a little bit lighter just knowing like i don't think we're gonna fuck up our kid like it'll be okay (laughs) to your point about we are natural learners i i just have a have an hour with Lucille and all the questions that she's asking and wanting to know why and how and, and all those things. It, it's like we are as human beings are naturally inquisitive. And I, I think it's like, you know, part of the process is there's such a structure in school and there's so many kids in a classroom. And, you know, if, if every kid was expressing what they wanted, then, you know, it would, it would be a little bit of chaos. And, and so I think oftentimes that because of that structure and because they're, you know, they're trying to be, you know, one teacher that, you know, the kids aren't allowed to, you know, they feel like they can't express themselves. They have to stay disciplined and, and, um, not speak up in certain situations when they might want to ask a question, they start getting afraid of doing that. So I feel like, you know, in this situation, yes, she's going to be learning from two people that she's extremely comfortable with, but more so kind of going back to your point, you know, instilling values and whatnot, but, we're going to be able to help her discover who she wants to be because we're going to be able to ask her the right questions about herself and what she thinks about things and how things make her feel. You know, does she feel driven to do something? Does she feel passionate about something else? Does she not like a certain thing? And I I think, you know, that's going to be what's going to be great along the way is just being able to extract, extract that out of her and help her just, you know, maximize everything about her. Mm, no, that's so true. We get to be her number one supporters in being 100% Lucille. Whatever that looks like, sounds like, um, feels like. And I don't know. I'm a little envious of her experience. Like, I kind of wish. Like, it makes <laughs> me think about, oh, I shouldn't say envious. I'm just curious, like, what our lives would be like if, I don't know, we had supporters kind of cheerleading us 
to be authentically us the whole time instead of to conform or put narratives in our head that you shouldn't go in that direction because there's no money in that or you know there's just all of these things that are taught and modeled to us and it it steers you in different directions and I I don't regret anything because I'm here mm-hmm. today for a reason. Like everything is as it should be, but I'm just like really excited. This is like one big experiment is just to see what happens. And it's so exciting because, and I know you said that she's going to learn from us too, but she's going to learn from so many other people besides sure. us too. Yeah, That's the amazing thing with the freedom of like her learning in life is that we get to go on trips and we get to, you know, join with other, you know, parts of our community and other friends and meet other parents and kids. And she's going to be learning from so many people that I don't even know yet. Like it's right. that path is, is so unknown, but yeah, primarily like we as parents have this amazing opportunity to just like parent her well, mm-hmm. whatever that means to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think, you know, one of the biggest questions or one of the biggest um, pushbacks against homeschooling is, you know, well, your kid's going to miss out on all these great experiences. They're going to miss out on making friends and they're going to miss out on, you know, the experience of being in a classroom with their peers and stuff like that. But I look at it a little bit differently. I, I look at it that she's going to be experiencing so much more than what you can experience in a classroom because she's going to be able to be outdoors, because she's going to be able to travel, because she's going to be able to meet up with other homeschooling kids, you know, throughout the day and, and you know, spend a majority of her time doing fun things. Not that, you know, school can't be fun, but um, I, I really do feel like there's more of an opportunity to uh, learn more but in different ways rather than just being in a classroom and in that classroom setting so I feel like she's going to have a lot more experiences and experiences that she's going to be able to look back on and say you know what I'm glad that you know my parents did it this way because I was able to to see more I was able to do so much more with people during the day you know when it's nice and sunny outside and and you know you can meet up with people I, I just think that that's an, an awesome aspect of it is that there are so many groups out there that, you know, have these meetups and, and, you know, she's not going to have to be, we don't have to teach her for eight hours straight, you know, like in a school, we can teach her for a couple hours out of the day. And then there's other things to learn as you're doing homeschooling stuff. So we, we feel like she's just going to get so much more out of it and we're going to be able to, to do a lot more things as a family together. So that's why we're, we're kind of leaning in that direction there. Yeah. Togetherness is like, so key and i'm grateful that homeschooling provides that opportunity for us just just to be together it sounds like it's just so simple like i i just want to be together with you guys and to me school is the least like any real life scenario that i know um you know the real life you're not going to be in a building for eight hours a day being well you may being told when to pee, when right. you can play, um, being told when it when it's okay to eat, when it's not, um, it just seems like it sounds like another kind of place that people don't want to go to. Oh, prison! Yeah, <laughs> it is, and it's scary to say that just because when you describe like what goes on in a school, it it, it does sound very similar, which is kind of disturbing, but homeschooling to me is like the most natural way that is like the real world you know it's 
her getting to see what our days are like you know your your days are different than mine as far as like work and I mean she's going to be immersed in it from the very beginning so it's not going to be a shocker when it when she's ready to like go on her own it's not Mm going to be like what are bills you know I don't understand finances like all the thing, all the questions that I had when I was younger and like I felt like oh shit I don't want to be an adult this sucks it's because I felt like a lot of this stuff wasn't taught to me it wasn't like normalized and ingrained in me to find the joy in it and to find the I don't know the 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 rhythm in life and to make it to make the hard parts as fun as they can be even the parts that aren't as as romantic you know um so yeah it's like this little replica of like the real world. I mean, it is the real world. So it just makes sense. Like it just, it's the natural flow like of life. And I think that's an awesome point that you bring up is that, you know, her being around and she's going to see us when we have to call the car dealer and make an appointment or, you know, we can get her involved when we pay the bills. Like, you know, once, you know, she really understands money, I want her to be able to sit down with me and saying, Hey, Papa is paying, you know, the credit card bill this month or papa's paying the mortgage right now at this time of the month and this is how it's done um luckily a lot of that stuff is automatic so um but there are some things that that we still have to kind of reconcile and make sure that you know we are good um obviously you know we're looking at our budget more than ever now just because of the inflation that's going on and the price of goods going up and you know gas going up so it's really imperative that we're modeling good behaviors, especially when times get difficult, because we are going to have challenges throughout our lives. And, you know, you can either face them head on or, or run away from them. And, you know, we choose to, to face them head on and, and tackle them early before they become, you know, bigger problems later on down the road. And and those are some of the things that she's going to be able to see where she wouldn't be able to see that in school. I mean, she, she could potentially see that, but you know, she can actually see a full day and she's seeing that right now, what a full day for, for me looks like at, Mm -hmm. you know, at work. Um, and then you're, you're doing a different kind of work, but you know, she gets to see that and experience that as well. Um, and so she'll continue to get to see that and, and benefit from just kind of taking all that in. Well, that, and I think I had this perception that adulthood was pretty black and white. Like you go to school, (laughs) you go to college, you get a job and and that's, that's that. But with our lifestyle, it's like, she gets to see you work remotely and do that. And you're very passionate about your job. And then she gets to see me do my work, which is like, I'm, I'm homeschooling her. And then I'm also like nannying. And then I'm also doing this little photo edit stuff on the side. And I can like dabble in all these amazing projects that bring me joy. So she sees like so many different types of work and that we can still have fun and be passionate and make a living and still do what what lights us up as a family together. So kind of paying that picture that there are so many ways to live, Lucille, and it doesn't have to be like us, but she's going to get a great sense of that it's you know, you don't have to, you don't have to go to college if you don't want to, you don't have to get a nine to five job if you don't want right. to. It's all about deciding on like what you value and being able to afford that life that you want or, you know, whatever money you do make, like make your life work around that. So I think there's just, there's so much gray that I'm excited to show her and all the skill. And I'm really excited just to model skills for her it's not like the content it's because she's basically going to be driving the content a lot more than i am like she'll get basics so she's literate clearly but um it's going to be really cool just to model the skills the best i can i'm not perfect at all of them but just like 
You know, when life gets hard or let's try and look at it as an opportunity, like how can we grow from this? What can we change? How can we pivot? And like right now as adults, we're facing like the inflation issue and you know, we're, we're changing it to see it as an opportunity, how we've changed where we're sourcing our food now and we're supporting local farmers and we're looking at our bills, like where can we spend less or just spend more consciously? And I think these are great, just lifelong skills that are so needed just to make the best out of life and just to love through it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. And it's going to be an interesting journey and, and, you know, by by no means do we have like the plan set out, you know, curriculum is going to change, you know, how she changes and whatnot. And, and luckily, there are more curriculums out there than than ever, just because, you know, homeschooling is has really taken off, especially in the last two years, you know, since since the pandemic and, and all the craziness that happened then, you know, homeschooling is more popular than ever. There are more people creating content, you know, for for homeschooling. So, you know, I, I know that's one of the more stressful things, you know, for particularly you know, for us, like you mentioned, you know, we've never been homeschooled before, so we don't have a model that we can potentially follow. Um, but, you know, because there are so many curriculum out there, you know, we could wrap our heads around and be like, okay, we, we're going to examine every single one of them and we can make our head spin. But at the same time, you know, we're going to kind of find, you know, ones that, you know, kind of fit within our values. You know, there, there are ways to, to do that. But like you said, we're going to let Lucille do a lot of the the leading. Like she will know the basics, but, you know, depending on where her interests are, you know, we're going to sway one way or to another and really just continue to, we feel like we just want to continue to pack on the skills that are going to help her be successful in whatever it is that she wants to do and wants to be in life. You know, if she wants to be an astrophysicist, then yeah, we're going to hit the books hard. You know, we're going to hit the <laughs> math. We're going to hit the science, um, you know, and, and, and we'll do that. And I'm excited because we get to learn together. Like there is so much shit that I have forgotten <laughs> since high school and, or just, you know, school in general. Um, I think that says a lot for like some of the stuff that, you know, we learned that we just really never needed. Like, so um, I'm just really, I'm really curious to see, you know, how the wind blows with her and in what direction she, she decides to go in. And, just be there to, to support her every step of the way and encourage her to, you know, continue to follow her, you know, her passions, her, you know, what interests her. And I, and I think that's another thing, too, is just catering to the interests. They're going to want to learn more because they're interested all the time. Mm. So that's what I'm really excited about is just seeing, you know, where this takes us. And, you know, we've we've talked about going with the flow and you know, seasons of life and in the past. And, and I feel like this is just going to be one of those things. It's going to be the, the seasons of Lucille and, and her education. <laughs> it is. And, you know, we will, we will ebb and flow with it and, and, you know, ultimately lead her to, to whatever it is that she wants to do, hopefully. And that's I, the end goal. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I will say for the, the past 12 years that I was an elementary teacher and all of the lesson plans that I typed out and wrote, the most meaningful parts of my career were the conversations with the kids. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the lesson plans. In fact, the best parts of my day weren't anything close to my lesson plan. Um, it, it just, I've had so many epiphanies. I, I feel grateful that I've had the experience being in a public education system yeah. on the other side of being the teacher and just realizing that what I like and what I didn't like. And, um, kind of cherry picking 
the good stuff that I want to keep going and what I've learned. And there's a lot that I want to let go of. And I'm, it's going to be a fun ride, man. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I think as always, you know, we're going to keep this podcast going and, you know, we will continue to report in on our journey for anybody who's interested to, you know, following our, our homeschooling journey when, when that does begin. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're just really excited about it. You know, we, we don't have any expectations like, and I think that's important. Like, I think if, you know, if we go in with like super crazy expectations, we're, we're going to, I don't think we would fail, but I think we would be disappointed in times when we really shouldn't even have to feel like that. You know, the most important thing is that she's learning. She's learning from people that, you know, she cares about and, you know, people that she sees every day and people who are her biggest cheerleader. So like, I, I just think that, you know, all of that has, has weighed on, on, on our decision to do this and, and, you know, go against the grain, although it's starting to become not the grain or with the grain. I don't know what that would be, but yeah, no, I'm just, I'm really excited about it and, um, yeah, hopefully can share more and, and just, you know, lucky that we can be in this position. And again, you know, it's, it's something that we've been just, you know, we, I'm trying to figure out, you know, you know, we've, we've been, didn't really know which direction we wanted to go, but you know, we've always kind of gravitated towards this and we've just made a lot of like decisions just to, to be able to get to this point. And, and, you know, it, it took a lot of hard work, but we're, we're just excited that we're here and able to do this. Yeah. This wasn't always an option. No. Financially, logistically. Yeah. We made some tough decisions, some hard choices and, you know, moved you know <laughs> states just to to make this happen so um you know it is possible um and we're always happy to talk with anybody who has questions about you know relocating or just education in general or yeah. bills or anything like that can that can get you on the path um to if you if this is something that you want for your kids then we're we're always happy to you know have those discussions chat or whatever um hit us up yeah and i wanted to comment on one thing you said um about the expectations thing like it's interesting i i don't have any expectations on her academic abilities and when it's going to happen and when she's going to grasp things but i do have expectations after coming back from that conference about her character and i think it's important that we do like how we want her to be honest we want her to be um loving and kind and that is the biggest message I got out of that homeschooling conference is that like the relationship you build with your kid, the character traits that the habits that you keep in your house, like that is what is the foundation of like everything. Yeah. So yeah, as far as academics, I'm like, fuck, I don't, I don't have any expectations for that. I don't care when she learns how to read. I don't know. I don't care, you know, when she's writing, it's going to happen. I trust the process. But as far as like Lucille, like, She's going to be an amazing human. We're going to build some great character traits in her for Let's sure. Bring it back to Candyland. I mean, you know, <laughs> at the part of her being building her character is, you know, you don't cheat at games. <laughs> I've got a friend who always says, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, which I, I think it's hysterical. But, you know, part of that is character. And, and yeah. you know, do you want to let your kids win games or do you want your kids to win games? Sure. But, you know, not at the cost of cheating. If you teach that early, it just kind of gets ingrained. So it's just like, hey, you know, kiddo, you know, let's go back the two spaces that you skipped or whatever, you know, and, and just 
not let those things slide and and just again you know i think you've done a great job teaching her that you know being a great sport and and i think that's made things a little bit more enjoyable for her um you know when she goes back a space now you know she kind of just does the ah you know and, and it's just more of a, a playful thing and i think she's now because we've we've gone through this just a few, just a few times with her um that she's just like, oh, okay, you know, this this is cool. You know, we're. I think she sees it more as like we're together as a family. We're having fun. Um, I, I think that's you know what's important. But yeah, I couldn't agree more that you know the expectation and it's an expectation in life for her is just to you know have great character. Well, yeah, and something I heard that like really spoke to me at the conference was that um, we're building habits no matter what. So. Yeah start now intentionally infusing and redirecting what the habit you is you do want for your child because if you keep letting it go that's the habit that's going to keep being rewired in their head so it's like they're learning habits whether you want to or not it's just what habits are they learning and i was like fuck that's that's gold so it makes me even more intentional about um just being mindful of like how she reacts or what happens and just kind of redirecting her. If I'm like, is that the kind of habit I want instilled in her? Or do I want to change that now and like get her on that pathway? So yeah, learned a lot of great things and I'm excited to learn more. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped, excited man. to learn more from you too. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't <laughs> even tapped the, uh, tapped the top of this thing yet. Tap the top of it. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> haven't scratched the surface. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Did you pass out for a minute? minute. I, yeah, I just forgot who I was for no. 30 seconds. <laughs> all right, Jilly, um, anything else? Or do you want to jump into resources? I think that's all for today. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sure we'll revisit this. We will definitely be revisiting this quite often. Um, but yeah, all right. Let's drop some resources here, Jilly. Cool. So um, one of our previous guests that we interviewed, Missy Willis, she has an amazing website and blog. And I found a blog post that she had that was, are you a conscious educator? And the whole thing was awesome, but I'm only going to read a little snippet of it at the end because it really like grabbed my attention. Educators, and when I say educators, just at it can be anybody, like parents, yeah, you know, teachers, teachers, like it doesn't anybody. Yep, it's definitely universal. Educators have a tremendous opportunity to positively impact the world, and I don't mean in the in the traditional sense of reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yes, a literate society is important, but how ideal would it be to have a literate society and one where children are raised in environments with adults who respect? trust and include them in their own learning process. I believe we are all better off when we are mindful of our impact on others, a focus on collaborative environments and relationships versus powering over others is the ticket to a meaningful education for all. Let's replace inflexible systems and institutions that desire conformity and standardization with conscious educators who build strong foundations based on awareness, responsiveness, and customization. I'm in you. I was like, I was a good ending. I was like, okay, I feel you, Missy. You're like, hell yeah. I'm in this club. Let's do this (laughs) shit. All right. Awesome stuff. How about that quote of the day there, Jilly? I found a quote by John Holt, who apparently is like the maker of like homeschooling. Like he wrote all these books back in the day. Like like first pioneer. I guess so. I'm going to be getting more books on him to learn more about like his philosophies and stuff. But it's a pretty long quote, but it's from him, John Holt. John Holt. 
<laughs> we can best help children learn not by deciding what we think they should learn and thinking of ingenious ways to teach it to them, but by making the world as far as we can accessible to them, paying serious attention to what they do, answering their questions, if they have any, and helping them explore the things they are most interested in. 100%. 1,000%. Spot on. It can only be 100. <laughs> All right, Nick. <laughs> cool. All right. And take action challenge, Jilly. Shit. Mm. Get your learn on. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Get, Get your learn. learn on about learning. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to hop on that train with you because I was like, I really didn't have one because yeah. it's such a, an interesting topic that is unique. And I know everyone has their own way of, you know, choosing the way to educate their kids. So it was like, I'm not really sure. Just educate the way that aligns with your values. Yeah. Maybe. What Jilly said. <laughs> and also get your learn on. That's right. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See y'all later.